All right, there will be bourbon. Jessica Fenske, the forest mommy on Twitter, joins me tonight. How are you, madam? I'm good. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. And uh, you are currently running for office, yes. I am. city. So Arvada, Colorado, District 4, City Council. And my favorite part is, now let me know, is this actually on your campaign like signage and everything where it says, I quote, I hate government and I'm seeking to be in government? Well, that's I don't know if you did you follow me before? No, that whole years? no, that was that whole blow up with that Jack. Yeah, that's what third. he said about me. So I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to use that. <laughs> everyone was like, hey, that actually sounds pretty good. It actually so, does. So it's yeah, not everything on it. in my bio is all like all the attacks I've had. Oh, so that's good. OK. Yeah. Yo, so what's that been like? So is this is this something new that you just started to do in the last year? Or what? How's this? How's this like uh, came to fruition? Yeah. So, yeah, I never wanted to. I'm not a politician, never wanted to be a politician. Uh, But COVID and all that, I got more politically active in my state and started learning more, Um, got more involved with our Libertarian Party out here in Colorado. And I kind of like was seeing the strategies and you start with like what I've learned about how Act Blue and the left takes over states. It's just nuts. Right. Like people aren't paying attention. They come in, they take over school boards, they take over all this stuff. So um, it was actually my campaign, the, our campaign's director was like, you know, you could file and it'd be the first one and it would look good and all this. And I was like, oh, I don't want to do it. But since I have the platform online and like, I don't know, I just was like, all right, let's do it. Let's let's do it. And so I did it. And here we are now. I already got one vote. Someone posted that. Oh, thing, nice. Got you got one vote. Okay, well, so look, I am I'm all off my game. There's been a lot going on today, but before I get into the the rest of this conversation with Jessica, um, as always, there will be bourbon is brought to you and fueled by America's native spirit, which is what is America's native spirit, Jessica? Bourbon. That's America's native spirit. All right, and so what tonight we're doing a little different. It's been a while. I W Harper, right? I love I W Harper. Usually a Tennessee whiskey. Um, and they do still call themselves a bourbon. Uh, they don't do the Lincoln County process like Jack Daniels, which is why Jack Daniels, while I guess I guess you could call it a bourbon, they don't because they do the Lincoln County process, which includes mellowing it through charcoal. Um, but this is the I.W. Harper Cabernet Cast Reserve. So it's about a five-year or four-year uh, uh, aged bourbon, and then it's finished in some California Cabernet Cask, and it is a 100% Kentucky straight bourbon. So while it is sourced, it is still under the IW Harper label. So that's what I will be using as fuel to discuss all of the wonderful uh, ways that Jessica Fenske is running for the Arvada City Council in District 4. I think you have, are those all bourbons? I think you have I mean, as much yeah. bourbons as I have shoes, so. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll get into that. Well, so usually, <laughs> this is a temporary setup, but for the most part, the top shelf is all bourbon and the bottom is all rye. So I remember I said this to someone before, I kind of screwed up. I should have just said this was there will be whiskey because then I could actually have the rise, but I've never had any rye on the show. And I've got a whole bottom shelf of probably 45 other bottles that I just have never drank on the show because I don't, I don't know the difference between rye and whiskey. it's the primary, the primary uh, grain when it's okay. made, right? So bourbon, 51% corn. They just, if it was, if it's a rye, then the, the majority grain is rye instead of corn. So okay. there you go. Yeah. Taste a little different too, for sure. Um, yeah. That's what I do here. I'm a teacher, right? So what we do is we teach on this show. Welcome. 
Thanks. That's uh, nama like namaste and yoga is like the teacher in me honors the teacher in you. Everyone's oh. a teacher, right? Everyone so. is a teacher as long as they got something to teach. Okay, and you got what? You're you going a little Corona vibes today? Yeah, I was gonna pay. I actually I have everything else, but I don't have any whiskey or bourbon on me. I think I had except for like screwball or something. <laughs> so I was like, I don't want to drink that today. That's still so a thing? I remember that was huge for like a year. Is that still going? But that's the peanut butter I one. Have, right? um, my friend was making uh, cocktails with that, like screwball and like a chocolate, a chocolate liqueur. So it was like, it was gross, but it was kind of good too. <laughs> I'm not, I don't, yeah. you know. So you do have a lot of shoes, it looks like. I do have a lot of shoes. And so, it doesn't really match my personality, but I do. Yeah. Shoes. So where did that come from? The word of this forest? Because, okay, so if you do, if you're watching this and you, you haven't already followed Jessica, a much larger account than mine. So you may already have seen her. If you follow me, you probably follow her. But if you don't, she's the Forest Mommy account on Twitter. Is that your handle as well? Yeah, Forest Mommy. Okay, on Twitter. Big following. Um, how did that come about? What was, how'd that work? You know, I don't even, so I got onto Twitter at early COVID when all that was yeah. going on. So okay. I'm like, I need to talk my shit. And uh, <laughs> I don't really, so I grew up in a forest and my family, my family actually has two properties with forests. So I'm okay. like been around forestry all my life and love nature and forest out here in Colorado and I don't know it just kind of happened and then it just stuck like I think originally the mommy thing I don't know if it just was a joke but then it just yeah. it stuck like even people in real life still call me forest mommy even though they know my name it's it's just <laughs> it's kind of fun I think I'm like the only person running who has like a pseudonym and a real name which is yeah funny okay um and it's always been in Colorado, born and raised. That's where you are. I wasn't born here, but I moved here when I was six. So okay, I grew up yeah. out here, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That would be like me saying I'm from New Jersey when I'm not, because I left when I was five. Yeah. But no, but I do. I have a really good friend I grew up with. Her and her husband live out in Colorado. I think they they have a place in Denver and then like a place out in the, I guess it's out in the mountains, uh, in Conifer. Yeah. 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 So yeah, so not too far from. It's like Conifer is nice because it's like an hour outside of the city or so. So that state is just the weather is ridiculous. Like she'll send me pictures of just a blizzard after the day prior it being like eighty five degrees and sunny. Yeah, we get most our snow like basically in the spring, like April and May typically. It's like weird, the... but it's the it's the elevation makes everything yeah. kind of nuts. So when you grew up, okay, so you've been there since you were six, um, and just from way afar watching, Colorado's gone through a huge kind of shift politically, and and what what do you attribute that to as someone who's actually grown up in that area and watched it unfold? Well, everyone, I mean, it's beautiful here, so everyone wanted to come here. Right. So a lot of people from other states, like Illinois and California, came here um mostly to the cities which everywhere is basically the cities turn super blue and the rest of the state's red right but i mean i think it's more part of the larger problem with like act blue and all this stuff so they they just come in and they vote stupid who knows if the voting's even legit either i don't know but yeah it's just people came in from other places and totally changed it it's unfortunate but and that is the thing i I mean they want to come it's beautiful yeah, well, I mean, I mean, this has been a topic of many of the conversations on this is, you know, when when people leave, like there was an old, I, you know, my my bachelor's degree was in political science. And I just remember an early phrase I heard over and over throughout the my time in that degree program was that people vote with their feet. 
based on essentially like, you know, where they end up going is where they want to be. But lately it's been more than that. It's like they, they do vote for their feet by leaving, but once they get there, they still vote the same way from the places they've left. And I think we've seen that. And Colorado it's keep is happening. Of, yeah. And everyone's like, Oh, Colorado's lost. Just leave. And I'm like, it's going to happen wherever you go. Like it's going to happen everywhere. Like you got to fight a little bit, but you do. I'm not giving um, up. Is that a product of the cities you think? Because there's just so many people concentrated there. Cause I say this all the time. I joke. I don't really joke at this point. I was joking eight years ago, but now I'm serious. Like Texas is lost. Okay. Everyone wants to trumpet look like, and Oh, how great Austin and all this stuff is. It's like, and I'm, do you realize once Texas is a blue state, there is no path to the presidency for a Republican or anybody yeah. on the whether the Republican or not, right? Like that that's a reality. So unless people from the Republican side start repopulating these smaller red states like the Arkansas, the Alabama, basically the South, right? And then or far out into the West with the Florida. Idaho's and Wyoming. Florida saved itself. I'm surprised because that was that was this close. I mean, Gillum was a half a point away from winning before a month later he was found in some hotel room in Miami with a bunch of gay hookers and coke. I mean, like that almost happened. Which no judgment, but yeah, you can't be doing that. <laughs> yeah, no judgment because you're a libertarian, right? <laughs> right. Legalize uh, recreational coke. No, it is. It is interesting. That, like people do move. Obviously, all these people from California didn't like something that was going on. And the real estate too, because yeah. you could sell high out there, and now it's just, now it's expensive out here. But for a while, your their money went really far out here, yeah. you know. And yeah, so the cities, um, it's like the cities on the Front Range, and then like the um, like Aspen area with all the celebrities. Yeah, and like, yeah. yeah. So Drove through that. That's where it's coming. Year. Yeah, the blues, like which whatever, I don't care. But I feel like I, my parents moved out here because they were more like freedom orientated, and it was just. There was no one out here at that time, you know, it was just like, and then now it's, now it's just the town I went to high school in went from like, it, it grew so crazy and it's all like liberal too now. I'm like, what's going on? well, but that you was know. always the thing. Like I used to think like from exactly what you're describing, like people who get like, you know, I, I, I'm not really using the word frontier, but in terms of like when, when you're in the wilderness or you're you're just that far removed from the city and it's like more of a, you kind of have to be way more self-reliant, right? You would think the people that, or they always did, I don't know, maybe now, but the, the people used to be way more right-leaning, right? Whether, you, whether, whether that's the right way or not, I don't know. But I mean, you and I clearly don't ascribe to the other side, but how is that shit? Because it looks like a lot of the people that we're talking about that have left the cities, but they are moving to those areas, right? So are they becoming more, in your opinion, since you live out there and see that, are they becoming at least more rugged in terms of that with the self-reliance aspect? Or are they still just maintaining that same political alignment and just figuring it out as they go? Um, I think a lot of people did move out, especially during 2020. A lot of people yeah. did oh, yeah. go out, like even the neighbor. So I grew up in a neighborhood where everybody had like 10 acres. And it was, there wasn't a lot of people there that had like greenhouses or pet or agriculture, even though you could, but now mm. if you go up, like now everybody's got a greenhouse, everybody's raising steers, like everyone's wow. definitely more self-reliant now and kind of, and it's on a well. So, you know, it's all that kind of stuff. But as far as the cities, I don't know, it's, I've even had clients, cause I'm technically a real estate agent and I've had some clients yeah. like buy in the cities and I'm like, why, <laughs> why do you want to, it's just. It's interesting. I think most people just aren't. I mean, if you ask someone to explain what they mean half the time, they can't, right? Like right. No, the buzzwords right. from the 
like yeah. i don't know vote blue whatever and so i think that's a part of it because there is the government has made everything so convoluted everything is bureaucracy and layers of all this and like everything i've learned so far i'm like holy crap like just people don't know what's going on and that's half the problem they're like oh just vote for whatever and i don't know yeah they vote the letter right they this whatever letters next to the name they vote or they vote based off of a name they've seen their whole life like i mean that's the only way you can explain people like feinstein and pelosi and all these people these legacy politicians who are in their 80s I know who is still voting for them. <laughs> it's so. just name recognition. That's all it is. Yeah. Like that was, I, I learned that from a long time ago in political science. It's just like the greatest thing you can have is name recognition in this country. Cause most people don't pay attention or know anything. They just, but if they see a name or a face that they can, you know, put to a name, you're golden. It's true. And it's true. Uh, a lot of that really came out of uh, the first national uh, presidential debate that was televised, right? It was Nixon versus Kennedy. And what people saw was not what they actually heard, right? So what they heard, if you listen to it on the radio, everyone will tell you they thought Nixon was a clear runaway with that debate against Kennedy, a young John Kennedy, right? And Nixon, let's be honest, these are two very different looking men, right? <laughs> John Kennedy is a really good looking dude. Um, the people who watched on TV, they saw Nixon hot, wiping his sweat constantly from his brow. And then they saw this young, handsome John F. Kennedy doing what he did. And the people who watched on TV thought that Kennedy was the winner. And ultimately that's what propelled him to the, to, to win. Um, and so from ever since that point with the advent with, well, not the advent of TV, but kind of like the reliance on TV for our news and our political nonsense, it's kind of become a popularity contest. More so than a yeah. contest, more so than a contest of, of substance. Right. Which I'm fine on. I'm like, let's just vote hot people in at this point. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a, it would be a welcome change because I mean, my good, look who's. Look I could like I'm hot. like let's be if we're gonna be shallow, let's like at least you know <laughs> be good at it. I'm, I'm kind of uh, yeah that that would be good because I mean well if you go back I guess Pelosi was kind of hot once upon a time. Yeah. I don't think Mitch McConnell was ever an attractive man. No, no, no. And like you said, with the debates, they don't let and they don't let anybody in the debates. Right. Like, yeah, it's like it's, it's, you're just screwed. It's, it's, I'm, it's, so my parents took me out here. They weren't very political, but they were definitely more libertarian minded, more. They're definitely like Republican growing up. And they took me to a Ross Perot rally when she was like yeah, the last I, I time. Like, that. Yeah, you know. last time we had a serious third party contender, right? And like, who knows what they said to him, though? Like, something had to have happened, like, to make him stop. But I have a picture of me at the rally, like, doing something, like, waving the flags and stuff. And my dad's like, see, you were meant for politics. And like, yeah, I know what like I was five. doing. I was like yeah. eight. Yeah, <laughs> but... whatever. No, but that's true because, um, and that's always been the argument with and and I, I look I I can't stand the two party system in this country. We have way too many people to just say you get on that side of the room, you get on this side. Like uh, I do remember one of my favorite classes throughout was the politics of the European Union, where you know the European Union every two years they're doing something, and a party could start. It could be the Forest Mommy Party, right? You got your planks and your platform, and and people like it, but it doesn't quite make an impact. So. You got to run again in two years, but maybe they're like, oh, well, maybe the branding wasn't right. So they'll change the name of it and keep all of the plank in the politics or whatever. And it gains a little bit more and more and more traction. Uh, but there's tons of these parties that are constantly bidding for any type of seat within the, the European Union. Right. And that's how these little segments get carved out and grow and grow and grow. Marie Le Pen, 
for for France. She was considered a super fringe candidate very early on, and now she's like the actual candidate of force to deal with from the conservative side in France. But it started as a very small movement, and there's no path to do that in the United States. It's either you're a Republican or you're Democrat, and that's it. And yeah, I think- we're, and we're finding out here, like, because we have to build coalitions because yes. we have to. Because yep. the worst part about political parties, too, is so you have to run this organization, right? So you have to have, which is hard, and you have to do a lot of work to keep yeah. the organization afloat. You need money. You need activism. You need people to do things. So that's kind of our goal out here right now is just we're just trying to start coalitions and don't care much about the party. Even the Republican Party in Colorado doesn't have much more money than the Libertarian Party out here. Like. Yeah. They're kind of flailing and they they have failed because our state was taken over. Right. So the smaller stuff is is what we have to do. And we have to do these coalitions. And my, my and I've I've just been having fun because like the GOP in my area supports me. <laughs> and Like, uh, you know, it's just fun. All these different kinds of people have kind of gotten behind me and like me and just because I'm different, you know. Yeah. So that's been cool i never wanted to get into politics but now i'm like i'm so addicted now now. You're stuck. <laughs> like even if i lose i'm like all right then we're gonna get right at the next because the next year elections i'm like let's get to it you know yeah, so what does that look like for you though what do you, you i mean you're i think you're doing what most people who have a an idea or that the calling should do like you're not i'm gonna just run for president like that's maybe not realistic at first you're you're running for city council right so yeah from that and I never had a plant like most people start there and then they're like oh they want a whole career right the guy yeah. I'm running against has been in there 12 years that's ridiculous. so that's the yeah problem right I, and there. I have that's part of the other like Republican ladies are like no 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 you have to run for the state if you win I'm like <laughs> like stop like I don't need, yeah let's start we'll somewhere. see how this is because if I get in it's gonna be interesting well what do you what, be... so what do you want to do like what's 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 your main focus um definitely just take a lot more power away from the government um the, the guy i'm running against a couple years ago like he forced every he was like we're gonna do a citywide trash service which is a huge sprawling suburb and it, it like took our he didn't want people to vote on it and so they put that through and then everyone then he almost got recalled i have the signatures and then they're like oh you can opt out well there's still a fee even if you opt out so it's like i want to get rid of that i want it so small that's like local and small i gotta get rid of that there's still a ton of development out here. So that's going to be a lot of stuff to deal with. But I want to get into and just like look at the books. I used to be a bookkeeper mm-hmm. for a cash company or like a company where we had cash coming in. So I had to audit things like to the penny. Right. So I want to look at all the books because um, I was like, oh, we're underfunded. I'm like, you're not underfunded. You are mismanaging. And that's the problem. Right. Like I said that at a forum the other day. I was like, oh, they, I'm a little <laughs> definitely different everybody else on the that's running because there's a mayor the mayor race is up there's another district and then an at-large position that's running too they're they're all government people like one of them they all work for bureaucracies and government already and i'm like isn't the city council supposed to be like a citizen who's not involved in government so that's been funny too because i like feel so out of place but i'm like no that's good i feel out of place because no that's you're, you're right well, I just talked about this with Terry yesterday. It's like when I go through the metro here in DC, I'll see these posters on the walls. Get a master's in government. In what government and whose government? Like, what example are we using to say that you are now a master's level fucking government? I don't know, expert. Right. Working like, forever. No- yeah. Well, that's what all this area is it's just nothing but people who once they come here for school they never leave they just 
And, and you see it in our current political structure, right? Does anyone actually think President Biden's in charge? Right. Does anyone think Kevin's yeah, actually the one pulling the strings? No, but but there's it's just a it's the massive bureaucracy, as you've already you've said, like of all these people who literally are just nothing but pieces in that, and then they they branch out to go run local offices or whatever. But these are all people who've sought positions in like well, not even just position, but perpetual. It's just they never leave. They're there. And yeah, they, they want it for the control want, too. Yeah, they don't they want, want the control. Limits. They want the stability. They want the guaranteed like they never can be fired or let go or any of that stuff. It's just it's permanent. Which it's hard to argue against, though, on their side. Like when when I when we play the advocate of like, okay, let's how could you argue against that? Because at the very core of humanity, we want stability, right? We don't want to have to be constantly fighting and killing each other for our food every night, right? We want stability and some sort of community and, and ability to feel secure. And what does government do? They provide that, and they never There's were no supposed service, to. no product, no <laughs> service, and so much money. It's like wrapped up in it. Yeah. Well, well I mean, war. I guess their service is war, basically. So, so yeah, I, I'd love to get your take on this latest announcement, right? Because I'm I'm just look, I mean I don't have the bandwidth that. anymore. Like I don't even have like the libertarian stuff, they're all gearing up for the presidential nominee for them. And so I'm like, I don't even have the bandwidth to think about it right now. Like I just can't. Like there's so much. So they just announced, I guess, you know, the president just announced today that they're going to seek like a hundred billion more for whatever in Gaza in addition to whatever and more in Ukraine. Like, look, man, I went, I went to Iraq in 03 for 16 months. I went to Afghanistan 10 months or 10 years later. I, I deployed again after that all over the, I've, like, I've been everywhere during this whole global war on terror thing. And I'm just, just over it. You know, from that, like this, and I'm just curious what someone like yourself thinks when they see another aid package or whatever it is announced with no case made to the American person, like nobody actually voting and debating on it. It's just next. Oh, it's two weeks. It just keeps going and going and no one's asking questions. So from your perspective, as someone at the city council level, do you get any concern from people in your your district or your or any of that and then yourself personally what what do you actually feel or think about that um it hasn't come up with people i've talked to yet we have a property tax issue that's like the major thing out here but um i mean obviously i think it's bullshit and all this it's money laundering how is it not money laundering and they all they all have the stocks with raytheon and you know it's just like it's so obvious and then they want us they want to disarm us I'm like, I've never bombed anyone. I don't, mm. like, they're like, oh, you shouldn't have, citizens shouldn't have weapons of war. And I'm like, oh, so who should have them? The people who actually do war? <laughs> like, obviously, I think we should have defense, right? But yeah, yeah, no, I, I hate it. And I, it's just so absurd. It's over the last three years, it's just been absurd what they've been doing at the federal level with all the money they've been sending to Ukraine and and what it's so weird. The whole thing was Zelensky and they're all traveling back and forth and traveling. I'm like, you're at war why are you like it's just it just feels so bizarre they did that like vogue photo shoot oh god that was the worst like just that that, during war that 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 is the moment where ukraine lost me like i was always kind of pretty impartial like look just all right whatever i don't want us to get dragged into that but you can't i i can you can't tell me this is a serious thing if that's what the leader of a nation at war is doing 
That's not yeah. serious. That's just, that's a fucking slap in the face of everyone who's trying to be like compassionate to that situation. That's and a then joke. I know he's basically an actor and so it's like, well, no, oh, he's not okay, basically, he is a fucking actor. He's an actor. And a, dan- a very good dancer. Well, yeah. So all these people get placed in these positions and I'm sure it was planned out forever ago. Cause I know, you know, that whole area has just had a lot of stuff going on for a while, but I got NATO and it's just, ugh. I don't even know what you do because they need. I mean, I know people that work for Lockheed and stuff, you know. And yeah. It's people, you know. So I don't. I don't even know. And it's so hard to get through to people that like, especially with like what you know you went through with twenty years. We were in Afghanistan and over there and stuff, and nothing, you know, for nothing really. Hundred <laughs> percent. Like I graduated too, so I had a bunch of friends who went in right yeah. away, right then. So it's. Yeah. And people love it. People just love war. It's like it's it hits something in the pe- people's soul or something that they need to be at war. Well, it would nation. be a lot. I'd be I'd be way more for it if our leaders were actually there with us like we used to. Like, th- I mean, we're not we're honestly not that far removed from our politicians actually having a stake in it. The Kennedys. I mean, they literally one of them died in World War II. Like. The Bushes, all like these families that people have an issue with. Well, if you go back and look at them, they actually were involved. And now we don't have that at all. Like none of that goes on. Yeah, you'll get the occasional former veteran who's run for office, but they've never really risen to someone who's making these decisions at this point, unfortunately. Hopefully that happens. But yeah, I mean, what what did Biden ever fucking do? The dude's been in office for 50 fucking years. You know, what is Pelosi? Like, she's never sacrificed anything. Yeah, no, but none of these people that are like the 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 career politicians that people have name recognition of, they don't have any history of service to this country in terms of war. And if you don't have that, then you don't really have a country because you don't have people who are fully bought in. Like there shouldn't be a a a a a division between the citizens who actually go and fight these conflicts and the people making them. It should be there should be a collection there. Like everyone should be involved in that because then you have no choice, but to actually debate it and take it serious and decide if this is what we're really going to do. But if you always have people in power who have no actual, you know, allegiance or requirements to sacrifice themselves, then why would they care? Why would they care? They don't have to be accountable. I mean, how many times has the Pentagon lost like trillions of dollars? Like there's no accountability. Yeah. They are. There's a, uh, I don't know if he's Senate or what, but he's from Colorado and he's he's a vet, but he's just he's always pushing for more war and like but he oh, that goes sounds like blue. Um, yeah. Sounds like, like Crenshaw in Texas. Yeah, probably. Yeah, he's a he's <sighs> he yeah, he's they, like, a lot of people. People just have this they're just so in even what happened with all the Israeli stuff, people like in their minds went to war in my like everyone was fighting and like you have to choose a side and blah 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 and it's just like well, it's like sports it's team sports yeah i mean something. but there's a human element to that and that's what i think you know i think people at least the people in my circle right the ones who you know they, they spend some time over pick one iraq afghanistan maybe both i think people as they spent time there and they, they kind of grew up they they realize it's not it's never the people Right. It's the governments um, and, and the governments get the average person like myself and yourself killed all the time. And that's what you're going to see play out with, you know, Israel and uh, Palestine, um, which is a sad because you got people who just 
And I remember this from a very early time. Um, this was probably maybe two months after we secured the airport after the invasion in Iraq um, in Baghdad. And I remember going outside the gate for a patrol and um, there's just this dude. He, he was clearly just reminded me of my dad, right? He had the mustache like my dad. He just looked like my dad. And he was just out there just trying to make a living so he could go feed his kids that night. Um, and I always, uh, I'll never forget that dude. I'll never forget what he looks like. And I'll never forget that person because to me, like he was exactly what people don't have an understanding of. They automatically think Russia bad, Ukraine good. And it's like, man, there's a human element to this that you're not considering. And these average persons in all these countries, they're no different than you and I, like, they're just trying to fucking survive. Like they're just trying to do what's best for themselves and their family. Um, and if you try and ascribe government to the average citizen i mean look at america half the at any given time whoever's in charge half the people in this country hate them so you can't say they're reflective of americans right right so i mean and that's my thing with this israel and palestinian thing which is just round what nine million and like the history of popular like all of mankind like this has been going on forever it's not going to stop but they automatically, like you said, they treat it like some sports thing. It's like, oh, I got to get my Israel Israel jersey out or I got to, you know, go storm the Capitol like what was going on a few hours ago and be all anti-Israel. It's like, man, there's way more nuance to that. Oh, just... yeah, they are. there's an insurrection going on or whatever. Yeah, I guess. I'm, I'm assuming they're going to do all the facial recognition stuff again and throw all these people in jail, right? Because they tried to. The... Yeah. No. CNN's going to be like, oh, they're going to do a documentary and be like, oh, my God, all the drama. Uh, I yeah, bet I didn't you it's not even reported up. on most of the news. I don't watch the news, but I'm sure the yeah, news stations aren't even reporting. I, I mean, I gave up on that. I, I used to be one of those like ardent news, cable news watchers, and I listened to all the talk shows. And I just like now, I'm just like, nah, man. I watch on Twitter because that's where you actually actually get some information. Yeah, Twitter's been the like during COVID and stuff. I was like, wow, you get the news here at Twitter first. Yeah. And sometimes you'd know like things that other people didn't know because the news wouldn't report on it yep, right yep. like a sh like a, a mass shooter in memphis but he was black and then like no you know you don't they don't yeah talk about you don't that get that stuff. because that doesn't <laughs> fit the narrative right yeah twitter is great or that the guy who ran into the parade i remember like yes! i saw that right after what? it like right then you yeah know? and it was never actually really reported on like it was a nutso story because a guy like went to a guy's house. Like it was just a crazy house, like a story. And then I just never talked about it. You know, it was more what happened on January 6th was much more dangerous and everything. So can't talk about a guy running into a freaking parade. Running How's that not terrorism? How's that not terrorism? Well, I mean, if it, it like, well, he was a black American running over white people and that's not a hate crime because he's not white running. Yeah. Over black and I Americans. think he even had like black, which whatever, I don't care. Yeah. Right? He was like a, a black nationalist or whatever. It's, and like, it's, so it's like, it, it, imagine it, it, if a totally, white person did that. Well, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It didn't fit the narrative. So you don't get to hear the coverage of it, but let's go to Kyle Rittenhouse and oh my God, people still think he killed black people. Mm -hmm. Like they literally think that. Have you, have you heard the name Johnny Hurley by chance? I haven't. Tell me about him. So out here in Arvada in our little, like, we have a little downtown area of like, you know, two, two story kind of brick buildings. And there was a, ma a, a mass shooter came to the like square, like a psycho, an older, an older dude all decked out with his stuff. He shot a cop, killed a cop. And then uh, this guy named Johnny Hurley was at a store ran out johnny's and johnny was an activist forever kind of more anarchist but he was anti 
vaccines and stuff like that. Johnny ran out, took down the mass shooter. And so this is June 2021, took down the mass shooter, went over to disarm the uh, his gun, you know, take the mag out. Well, when he was doing that, then, then other cops showed up and shot Johnny and killed him. So Johnny what? died. Yeah. See, no one knows about this. No one knows about it. What the? F- yeah, it was terrible. It was sad. So I'm fr- I've made friends with all his friends and his family, and they actually just settled a lawsuit just like just two weeks, two or three weeks ago, finally. But yeah, they didn't say anything. George Floyd was killed by a cop and that they're burning this everything down. But here's a, a a man who actually stopped the mass shooters, which they're always talking about. Right. And like he saved he saved our town. He was a real hero. He went out there in like a T-shirt and vans and nothing. You know, what year and, was this? Uh, June 2021. Can you and they didn't send fire me the like, yeah, I need to, can just to remind me, can you just send me everything on that? I'm going to make this a very yeah. large. Yeah. Fort Fisher like did a lot. Like, so fuck? it's Johnny Hurley. It was, it was awful. It was terrible. And no one knew about it because as soon as the cop died, it became all about they, and they knew a cop sh- shot yeah. Johnny. It was all about this. It was all sad about the cop dying, which it was sad. And that he was actually a good cop. He was like a, he worked at the junior high, you know, all the kids. Yeah, he was yeah, a great you know, cop. Resource officer, yeah. Cool. And so, yeah, and they and what was funny is so it was in a downtown area, cameras everywhere. So they had plenty of footage and everything and witnesses. And they didn't release any of that until the house trial when no one would be paying attention. Oh. So like, and then they yeah, they didn't fire the cop or nothing. And and our our police force is fucked out here. That's something else I want to work on if I got on city council. I'm like, we they're down 50 officers and they're putting out laws they're having to settle shit all the time like for bad shoots and whatever and beating people up i'm like we need to figure something out like because our city's growing and it's part of the part that's closer to denver has a lot more homeless which isn't my district but you know we have to figure this stuff out so i mean so i was just yeah i'll send you about he's a hero it was wonderful like yeah please do well no you make a great point because um you know, I, uh, the friend I mentioned, I visited her. I've driven across this great country twice or three times in the last three winters. Um, 2020. <laughs> 2020? Yeah, 2020. Stopped there. No real issues in Denver when I visited them. But then this last time, because um, they have a place downtown, I'll always stop there and stay and we'll go That's walk. Sweet. Yeah, we'll go walk to dinner or something. And man, even this was. It's probably January 3rd of this year, and they had just had a huge fucking blizzard. Like it was cold, as it was fucking freezing. Uh, ice everywhere, but there's still homeless people everywhere in Denver. Everywhere. And I didn't see that two years ago. Like, this is an example of just every major cycle because I was in California coming from there and San Francisco, Sacramento. Like, these are not normal homeless people. They're fucking mentally ill. They're fucking violent. They're they're super they're aggressive. They're feral. They're feral. Like, they're feral I mean, in a mean way because they survive a lot better than me. I could survive <laughs> on the streets, right? Well, I think anybody you know has that ability to adapt, right? So if you're forced in that situation, you'll probably figure something out. But no match. But it's nuts down there, and it did get a lot worse. And it gr- it's still growing down. Like they're building a ton and. There's a new mayor down there and they're 
buying hotels for to put them in. I don't, I don't know what you do. I don't know what like, you do with like those kind of people. Like, but how? Like the same thing that we were just talking about with New York and Mayor Adams, and oh, I'm gonna just bar use these hotels to put all these mar like. Is that, they need the free. They is need that the eminent domain market. or what? Like what? The, how? How does that legal? Like to just, it's just weird. Yeah, it's it's not tenable. Like you can't continue to do this. There has to be some sort of, you know, I keep I keep trying to always say like the pendulum always swings back from wherever it's at. I mean, you would think at some point in this country we're going to get very fucking hardcore conservative again at some point, or else there's just not going to be anything left. Yeah, it's just gonna be a bunch of individual states and the immigrants coming in. So Denver was a sanctuary city. And just the other week, the governor's like, stop, stop sending a beer and stuff. It's like, I don't know what's going on. I don't. It's all that stuff's weird. I'm like, how are these people from terrible situations? All have phones. They're all in huge groups. They're all moving in huge groups. And there's so many men like the ones in New York. There's it's all a ton of men. Like where are the families? Where's uh, it's just I mean, they so... left them. They absolutely left them to come here. Um, no, that is. I just wish we. I I just wish we would have honest. You know, but you can't get an honest response from the people in charge because at the same time they're going to send another hundred billion to the fucking Ukraine and wherever. And it's industry to them. The homeless homeless is an industry. You know, like California and Denver too. Like there's people making six figures a year. Why would they fix it? They have a great job. Why would they fix it? You know, it never stops. It just never stops. Wild. Yeah, Denver. I used to go downtown a lot, and then COVID hit and all that, and then I I'm rarely we have one thing we do a Liberty group down there a lot, and I go like a drive. Like I'm such like your typical white bitch. (laughs) But they're like so one guy like built this like chimney out of rocks and was cooking on it. (laughs) That's what. But see, at least that's like resourceful because yeah, it's not. And there is there is resources and help for the people who want it, right? But you can't. A lot of them can't bring can't bring stuff into the shelters. You so there's you know and these people all they have. It's like this much stuff. That's their whole world and their whole life, right? So they're not. And then if you're really sick, um, like or or just super addicted, and I don't know, man, I don't know what you do. Well, that is a good question. That's a good segue because you are a libertarian. So I'm just curious, how does that fit your just your belief structure? Because most people assume the homeless, or well, no, most people just assume the libertarians just want everyone to have access to drugs and do whatever they want. Um, I like that's if you I want self-sufficiency and self-responsibility, right? I know plenty of people who can do blow and they're fine, but there's all this stuff <laughs> where they are not right. You It ruins your life and there is a lot of stuff that ruins your life. But I mean, this stuff isn't even legal and it's ruining their life. So what? I don't I I just don't want the jails filled up with like stupid drug crimes. Right. That would be kind mm-hmm. of my libertarian thing. Um. But I don't know what you do with those kind of drugs where it makes the people into like zombies, you know, yeah. and I don't I don't want them to do those kind. But if you're also I'm like they're going to do that and tap out, then I don't know. I don't know. But I know if the government wasn't stealing so much goddamn money from us, there'd be more charities out there. There would be more people able to help because all these people work in government. Like we talked to all those people who move up. They're not offering their homes. Oh, no, absolutely not. No, there's no there's no altruism when it comes to that at all. It's just. No. Yeah, no. Well, you remember when they dropped them all off in front of like 
the vice president's mansion out here in DC. <laughs> what was it last year? Or even in uh, like, um, it was, what's it? Martha's Vineyard, right? Yeah. I go up there. I, yeah. I think I had just left last year when they sent them there, when they showed up and I, I thought it was kind of funny, but in all honesty, like Martha's Vineyard's not like, I don't, it, it's, it's a very, there's that like touristy vibe where you get a lot of people from this area, but there's a lot of people from that area that are just, they're just normal, hardworking Americans. Like that's you're you're picking on the wrong people in that, in my opinion. Right. Based on it's about government. Like that's what we were yeah. thinking. Out. We were trying to think, like, what could we do? <laughs> could we could we pay for a bus to send it to our governor's one of his mansions? You know, I think <laughs> they should drop them all off at the fucking Capitol. They can go protest with the the anti-Israeli folks tonight. It'd be great. Like, that's what? what they should do. Just drop them off more in D.C. Fuck it. Why not? Yeah, that it's true. That's where that's where all the money that's is. That's where be. they yeah. should go. I, I I agree. Like, yeah, I get it. It's funny. Send them to all these people who call themselves sanctuary cities, but at the same time, man, bust those fuckers up and dump them on the White House lawn. Just do it. Yeah. Why not? No, no one even like lives there really much. Any like, there's plenty of space and in, in there. Like, that's what I've been saying out here. They've closed a lot of schools. And done all this like because they just don't have the kids for it anymore. But they're underfunded still, even though they've closed yeah, like a ton. Yeah, schools. that's wild. But I'm like, why aren't we putting homeless people in there? But then, then you have where some of them are in a neighborhood, right? And then you people don't. So there's all that you have to tackle too. But I'm like, there are so many government buildings out there, in land. <laughs> like, why aren't they? If they're the ones who take care of this, why aren't they doing something with it? Like, I don't know. I don't know what you do because it's. It is everything is expensive because of the government, pretty much, and everything gets worse and worse. And I, maybe they are trying to ramp it up for like major law and order crackdown on everybody, right? Like, I mean, what are they doing at the Capitol? With the like, what are those people doing? What does that do for Israel? I just want, or the Gaza Strip, right? But like, what is the? How does? What are the? What is? Did we just go through this with the, you know, when they tried to sell like the January 6th thing as some massive insurrection and attack on democracy? It's like, okay, maybe plus up the Capitol Police, right? But apparently they still didn't do anything because they clearly walked right in and started yeah, just lying in the hall. They're way more inside, like cheering. Right. Like, yeah. They're like on, they're on the ceiling. Like, what the fuck is going? What are the Capitol Police doing? <sighs> I don't know. I feel like any time from the time I was a little kid growing up, if I saw an officer of the law, probably went the other direction. Like I didn't try to go through them. Right. Because you right. think something should happen to you. It, it Apparently, like the Capitol Police don't they they have no rules of engagement. They're just there to collect a paycheck. They don't clearly fuck. They don't do anything. They shot. Well, they shot that one girl, but well, good. Actually- she, they should have. She fucking asked for it. I don't give a shit about like, you know, there's people who will sit there and say that like, no, actually, she fucked around and found out the definition of fucking around and finding out. Right. OK, I'll, I'll support that shoot all day. But um, prior to that, like you allowed all these people to just walk in. There's so many videos of just, hey, come on. Like the Capitol Police are like opening the doors for most of these people that walked in. I don't know. It's. And it's bizarre. Right. So and that's another. I have friends who were there who were media, and they've spent time yeah. in jail because of being because they were there. That's yeah, it. they there. were there. Well, and then they're also pulling this, of course, because where's where's the president right now? He just oh, flew is he over, over? He's over there. He's right? flew over Israel? Israel. Yeah, no one's there. No one's there. <sighs> broke my chair. All right. Yeah. Um. 
So what, what, what is your, I'm trying to figure out how to frame that. Well, how does your, when's your election? What's November today? 7th. So like the second Tuesday in November, whatever, the November, Tuesday, what? This year or next year? This year. No, it's this year. It's oh, it's coming. Yeah. November Three 7th. Three weeks left. I'm so ready for it to be over. Oh, wow. I'm like, we're going to oh. get you elected. That's what we're going to do. This is, okay. this is what's going to throw you over the top. Yeah, and How's then I got, so you I, got don't, any internal... I don't work. I don't really work. So I'm like, oh god, now I'm gonna have to work. <laughs> like it's gonna be a real job. Yeah. What's the what's the how's it looking? Are you expecting the win or what? Like what's the I mean it'll be I think it'll be close, but um I'm in a good like district where it's definitely a little more conservative and um there's just two people running and the other guy almost got recalled and yeah. I'm first on the ballot and I'm a girl, I'm blonde, like pretty. I'm like oh, thinking on this stuff. So <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Because the there there was like kind of a progressive takeover on this yeah. city council for a while. So the guy running for mayor is a GOP. So he's hoping I get on too. So that was the coolest shit. This is like crazy on Twitter, right? And I had I have been since COVID. And like all these GOP ladies are, like, oh yeah, I follow you on Twitter. I love you. <laughs> so it's like I like that they can see. Because I'm not one of those people, like, I hate when people are like, oh, because I don't have kids. But I would never tell someone else to not have kids or, like, be yeah. weird, you know, weird about it. I'm not religious, yeah. but I think religion's important. You know, there's some, I'm, I'm like that kind of a person, right? So, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Everyone thinks I'm going to win. I'm not going to. I'm I'm okay either way. But if I don't win, there will be nudes on Twitter the next day. <laughs> I've been trying to be so good. <laughs> but I, my account, Forest Mommy, got banned for a year. Because I put this like artistic nude in the profile pic. So you can put porn. You can post yeah, porn. Yeah, on you can Twitter, do that. Right? But, you, yeah. but you can't do it in your profile. But, and then there was, I kept getting banned, but I think it was political too. But like, and then finally I got that account back, which was pretty cool. That was like. Yeah, how does that work? Because I just recently lost mine. <laughs> you, did you, the one you're on now or a different one? No, this is the, the different one. The big one I lost. I just. I appealed to the forest mommy one like every day. And then I was, I had another account called it was desert daddy or something, but I had, I became terminator mommy. Cause someone like put a put, picture Photoshop yeah. of me as terminator. I may have seen but, that. Yeah. That, and then that one got banned. So there was like August through December last year. I didn't have any, every time I made one, they, it was done. Like <laughs> They blocked me left and right. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> but I just appealed, appealed, appealed. And then once Elon took over, I well, he's who banned month. me. Like he's taken over. I know he's I get... banned a ton of people. Since I mean, he's been and, on. And that's what I'm saying. Like for what I actually got banned by for, I'm like, of all the things I've said, that's what I'm getting hit up for. Come on. Come Do you on. remember what it was? Yeah. I'll, Do you I'll say. Well, I don't. I'll. I'll, well, I'll you don't I'll, have I'll, to. I'll, no, I'll tell you. I'll just. I'll just damn it to you. I don't want people to be like, oh, okay. that's that guy. <laughs> yeah. No, I've had friends get banned for nothing since Elon took over. Like nothing. Like they weren't threatening or anything i'm surprised i haven't gotten banned again but i've been i've been luckily once i started running the race i'm like all right chill out <laughs> stop saying like retard so much for a little bit <laughs> yeah i don't do that like i'm actually for the most part i feel like i'm fairly fair i sent you what i got all right suspended for um oh, but right. yeah like i don't i don't know i feel like musk came in and he he made things open for a while but then we're slowly getting that whole back to reins took over because like I said, of all the things I've said in my life on that account or on that, I mean, I've been on Twitter since 2000, 
nine. It's like my third account now, but I mean, just the, the, the progression you see of it to where it is. is our, uh, our state libertarian, uh, it got banned. Those like state libertarian. Yeah, page. I actually remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and so we had lawyers write a write something because they're like, no, it's actually they had a case, so they wrote, and then they got it back. So I guess if you have a lawyer to write a letter to oh, Twitter. Right. <laughs> well, my friend in Colorado, she's a judge. Maybe I can use her as my uh, my <laughs> just appeal to her. Be like, be like, hey Renee, can you hook me up? And yeah, no, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna just keep every day. I'm gonna be like, because I appealed once, and it was like five seconds after I sent the appeal, they're like, we've reviewed your appeal, and we've just. <laughs> Like, yeah, no, you're not getting your account back. I'm like, come on. Of all the things I've said, I just think that was pretty funny. Which, ironically, it wasn't so far after, like, that's how we found each other because of that whole Jack Posibic thing. I don't even know how to say his name, but he's such a nerd. Like, I just... All the all the talking heads are... They're all grifters, man. Like, this is... Yeah, they are all grifters. like They just take each other's videos and post them to do this whole engagement farming thing. It's just so corny. And I'm like, like that dude, I mean, he just reminds me like, cause I, I guess he was in the Navy for a while, for a little bit, and they, but he's an Intel Navy nerd. He's probably one of those dudes that would go to the strip club and just try to like, you know, claim his strip club receipt on his travel voucher. So he'd get reimbursed. Like that's the type of dude he seems. No. Uh, <laughs> you're just like i don't know what you're talking about but <laughs> no idea yeah uh, not my type of dude um all right i had something let me let me pull this up like because i keep losing this what nope wrong person all right um You're 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 running for the Arvada City Council, and okay, so if you don't win, you've already said people are pressuring you to go for the next thing. What's the next thing? Um, I mean, I well, there could be a state, like a state house, state legislator position yeah. I would try for, but my big thing will be because the Libertarian doesn't have a good I'm like, what have you guys been doing for 50 years? We don't have a good pre- like pro uh, candidate program. So yeah. I would focus on that. And now that I've been, because I went through it basically all on my own, because everyone's like, oh, the Libertarian should do that. I'm like, it's 10 of us. There are 10 of us doing stuff that show <laughs> up, right? So um, I would love to do that and help other people. And we're making a lot of alliances. Like we're trying to, like we're friends with a lot of the GOP people now too. I'm like, if you're going to be Liberty- minded who we're not and everyone blames the libertarians for spoiling things right so we're like we if you're gonna actually be a like small government we won't spoil your races and all that but i just i really want to help people who want to do it who are normal people because it is hard that's why normal people don't do it because they don't know how and it's hard and they work and all this so i'd love to help like the school boards especially i'm like oh we just need dads dads who can say no on all these school boards (laughs) like that's a like we need so that would probably be next for me if I'm bought, like, if I don't win, I'll, vol- I'll, I'll we're going to just like hit that hard. So I have a friend running in a city next to me too, Golden. He's running. He has, he's got more people against him, but, and he's our campaign director. So we've been working close and that would be next. But otherwise, if I like, I just keep volunteering at the party and whatnot and go back to my dumb bitch life. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> Uh, I am curious about this because um, I'm not a libertarian by any means, but I do always enjoy the conversation with libertarians because I want to know 
how you as someone who's chosen that, how do you sell it to someone who's not? Because you're going to need, you talk about coalitions, you're going to need that, right? You're going to need to build or you're going to need to get people from whatever side on your side. So how do you, how do you articulate coming over to the libertarian side and putting that uniform on? So but, like, what I tell people, I'm like, okay, you have the right and the left, right? And everyone's scared of the right and left, but they aren't scared of the right and the left. They're scared that the government will force the right or the left on them. So the problem is this apparatus of force. It's not the right and the left because I can get along with all my people. Yep. We, we disagree on a lot, right? I can get along with them. The problem is that the government can try and force it on you. And I think that's been the best. People have been responding to that. And I'm especially with COVID and everything that happened, it woke a lot of people up. We're like, oh, there's a, the government has way too much power. So the, I try to not focus left and right so much and just be, it's this you're scared of. Oh, you, you want abortion rights? Okay, well, guess what? Guess who takes the abortion rights? The government, not the right. It's the government that does, that takes your rights away. It's not whatever, like whatever you think, you know, I try to, they always bring that up. So that's always when I say, but that's what I try to say is that it's the government that steals our tax. They can they can literally steal from you and cage you if you don't pay them. Like that's what I try to hit it with is just the that it's the government's the problem. We need a barrier between the government and the people. That's probably it. For the best way. Do you think that from a libertarian perspective that you're going to actually at some point be competitive with the right and the left um but when i, I say right and the left when i say like i i really just mean democrats and republicans do you think that there's a, a path they'll disagree with me on stuff i'm sure because they want to use the government to control stuff sometimes right. and i don't you know and like even in my city this will come up so arvada is there's no pot shops in arvada but this there is in the county and it's not you can go right down the road it's not a big deal but I'm sure that will come up where someone's going to want to change that. Right. And that's that'll be a libertarian like principle moment for me. But I also have to look at it fiscally because I'm definitely a fisc like screwed taxes. Right. And I have to look at fiscally. We have a small town next to us that they have a pot program, but they're losing. They're not really making money. The state's taking that money and fucking who yeah. knows what with it. right? But the cities who have to make a bureaucracy to run it, they're not making money. So it's like, you know, I have to be able to look at things like that that'll so but the right obviously because they think everything went to shit out here because of pot specifically i'm like it's not just because of pot right like that has brought so much money out here it's not even funny the government took a lot of that money and the government's yeah. been fucking off with it like so there will be times they definitely disagree like disagree with me i just want to like get take power away from the government and be a cultural like good like good thing you know like Colorado's like you can have an abortion until a birth out here right now like it's fucked up right and I'm like okay this whatever about the government controlling shit but like we need to culturally help people to like make better decisions right and to not think mm -hmm. these abortion is a magical I think that word is magical like it it does something to people it puts a spell on people mm -hmm. like even yesterday no. I saw with the Jim Jordan stuff they're like oh he's gonna take away your right for abortion you know right away they're all going at that and I'm like I don't know. But yeah, we'll definitely disagree on a lot. I've been told by some of the GOP people, I'll actually hold, if the mayor wins, I'll be more small government than him, probably. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. So from, because you're always going to be third party, right? So I'm sure that's something you obviously accept on a grander scale. Um, 
really the only one with any reasonable shot at being a legit third party contender in our upcoming presidential election now has declared his independency and that's Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Right. What do you think about him? What do you I don't know. Like again, I said with this presidential stuff, I just don't have the bandwidth. I like yeah. that he called he called out stuff, but he just still seems establishment. What you know, but I'm glad he did call out that was important stuff, the with the vaccines and yeah. whatever, but I don't know. He's I mean he's hot for his age. <laughs> like, bro, guy. Yeah, you want you want hot people back, so that's good. Yeah. So I'm like, and he's cut, man. Mm. So I don't I don't know. I don't know like if he would get in how much actual like he wouldn't end the fed or anything like that you know i don't think he's on that and then what did he say the other day or something i saw and i was like oh really bro but i don't know and i don't how much change can they make at the president like trump didn't do sh- he let no, it really happen right he actually grew the government that's why i keep arguing I'm like you do know we have a fucking space force now like what the fuck was the point of that like right. give me a fucking break man yeah it's i don't i don't i don't know that's what I'm like. I'm I think we focus just, local and yeah, I, and you're probably right. I think if, if I think people, I, I want to say um, there's a couple of people that always point out like the most important election you can participate in is your local sheriff. Yeah, sheriff is huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's a that's a super important one. Sheriff, uh, and then people can even get on like if you're not if you're a normal non-authoritarian, get on HOAs. Metro board, special districts, all these little things you can get on that. You don't have to really run a campaign or anything for and just look at the books and take their power away. That's what I say. Yeah, no, that's a good point because I think people need to focus more. I feel like sometimes like the national stuff is just a distraction, whereas the things that actually affect everyone's day-to-day lives is like you're doing, like it's the local level, right? Yep. Um, it was the health departments that were shut like that's something else i want to do i want to make like a sanctuary city from the health departments be like if you if they do another mandate you as a business you choose but we're not gonna let them shut you down if you choose to not make people wear masks or something like that you know you think you think that's gonna happen again because I'm, I'm i there's enough people i've known in the last three weeks that have just all like oh they've all got COVID again you think like we're gonna get back to shutdowns and i think so i think it'll happen again. are you serious you think so for yeah. real i don't really? know when because the election yeah, coming, I think right? it'll so why again. not? Yeah, why not? No, I don't want it to, but I think it will. It's fucking, that would be ridiculous. That would just—I don't think people want to just go through that again on any side. You would think, but even all the proof you give them now, they're like they were wrong about everything. They're like, well, whatever, yeah. you know. The same thing is like everyone's like, well, that was the information at the time. I'm like, that's every atrocity that has happened. Yeah, right. They were like, exactly. The, like in Germany, they're like, well, that was our information. And I'm like, you're literally <laughs> doing the same thing. So I don't know. I think it will. I don't know what it'll either be climate stuff or a dis oh, or a disease or something. We'll see. I just wish we were still, you know, just independent in this country where we actually resisted stupidity, like what I feel like we used to at some point. There people th- thought about stuff. Now they're just they're fed transmissions almost right and they just yeah yeah download the latest program put it in that's a yeah um so i'm trying to look more at like your local level before i get out of before we get out of here um 
do you think do you see anything at your level that you think could kind of carry over to the rest of the country or do you think people are always going to kind of like at some point this is just going to not be a whole country thing and everyone's going to eventually because i talk about this like where, where are we in 100 years and in 100 years just from my perspective i don't think we're a united states of america anymore i just don't see it's i don't think it's tenable to, and i keep yeah. using that stupid word i don't even like it but i just feel like people are going to get so fed up with the concept of all these other major cities and bigger states telling smaller because colorado is not a very large state it's kind of right in the middle right like um, five million in the state yeah right not a very big state when you look at it overall but it's important and it is an important state but i feel just i just feel like in a hundred years long after you and i are gone like we're gonna be we're gonna look a lot like europe except everyone has the same language but every yeah. state's going to be a different country or maybe it will be just different be state. with that because all these people bring up all the, the scandinavian countries i'm like yeah but they have five million six million so if we i would be fine with splitting up <laughs> into those sizes and yeah doing that but yeah i don't know what it'll look like and things that could carry over is just i don't know we'll see it's i don't even i don't even know like there's fucking no the government stuff right like i'm learning as i go so wing it winging it winging it all right so november 7th that's the election right yes sir all right do you have any anything you need to promote any uh where can people go to learn more about you um on twitter forest mommy there's a link tree forest mommy and then jessicafensky.com is my campaign site for the next month so that's it yeah, you excited? You ready to win? Do you have your campaign? Do you have your winning? I have, I'm having a party. I already yeah. planned a party. <laughs> it was. I was so like down in the dumps with how like just hard everything is, and I'm like, oh, I can plan a party for election night. So yeah, that'll be fun. Okay, party November seventh in uh, yeah, Arvada County, right? Arvada, <laughs> the city. Arvada. Arvada City. There we go. All right, November seventh. Turn up. All right. Thank you for hanging out at the virtual bar. Appreciate you. Thank you. All right, here we go. And...